Hi, welcome to Talking with Fred. I'm Tony. And I'm Joe. And today we're going to continue on again with the uh, Ten Commandments. And today we're going to be talking about... Stealing. Ooh. So Tony, what do you think stealing's all about? I think stealing kind of defines itself. Stealing, uh, taking what's basically just not yours. Grabbing something that you have your eye on that probably you can't afford or <laughs> something that you just really want to have. And so you'll do anything and just go on in and snag it. Can it mean anything else other than that? If Because you're, mm-hmm. you're taking something without permission. Right. right. Something that belongs to someone else. Could there be another side to that? Very much so. What is that? We talk about physical, and then there's also some that's like ideas, or when you want to call it mental. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. We can call yeah. it mental you can take or something, that. like an idea. Remember, we, we've been talking about the Ten Commandments, right? We talked about the first four having to do with God, right? There's only one God. He's our beginning, He's right? He's maker. Make no other images, so Serve the Creator, not the created. Don't take His name in vain. Be focused on His values. That's right. On His principles, right? And honor. Right. And then um, uh, the Sabbath. There's no resurrection without death. And then honor your father and your mother, right? It's kind of our foundational beginning point. The Ten Commandments in these categories, but you know, it's kind of interesting sometimes to look at some of these patterns. Yeah, well, you get to see where it's kind of going. Right. In this and so our kind of our start point is yeah. what we talked about about honoring our father and mother. Now we're into four things that have to do with our behavior. We're into killing, stealing, adultery, mm-hmm. and lying. And so today we're talking about stealing, and that other side of it is in a spiritual context. There's always the two sides, right? There's taking something physically, taking something. Yeah from someone that doesn't belong to you, right? Another aspect is that is also denying someone of something. Mm-hmm. That's stealing from them too. If I deny you the right yeah, that makes sense. to vote, for example, then I'm stealing your opportunity to vote. So like you're stealing their voice. Right. So if I deny them, for example, mm-hmm. I think most of us have been in a situation where, for example, you're at work and you're mm-hmm. talking with your boss at a team meeting and you have a really genius idea. You have a really good idea. And so the next time the whole company's together, your boss gets up and says, I've gotten a good idea. Yeah. And it's your idea. Okay. For the one thing, he's stolen your idea. Yeah, right? True. The other side of that coin is he's denying you the praise that you should get. So he's doing two things at one time. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what we're talking about when we're talking about stealing, right? Mm-hmm. On the one hand, you're taking something. On the other hand, you're denying something. So if I take something from someone, I'm also denying them of something. Yeah, you're denying their growth. Right. Their so potential that to be something kind of have better. to add that into yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you're denying someone something, right? You're refusing them the right to it. But you're also refusing to admit the truth, right? Your boss is not big enough to say, hey, Tony had a great idea. He's taking well, it, it for himself. His, yeah, that He's making himself look good, yeah. right? Yeah. But he's basically denying or he will not admit the truth. Hey, hey, somebody had a better idea than I did. But in fact, that's one of the keys to spiritual growth and spiritual life is to realize that by having people around me that I allow them to have growth and Mm -hmm. I am building them up, I am empowering them, Mm -hmm. that in turn makes me stronger. Whereas the world thinks, no, I need to... Yeah. Take everybody's thing, take the praise for myself, because that's going to make me stronger. In yeah. reality, that makes you weaker. In reality, well, that makes you less of a man. you got people that are good idea people, mm. and when you can't come up with them, eventually those people are going to 
yeah. back off. They're not going to say anything more because right. all that has been taken from them. And then when they finally leave <laughs> and you're left to yourself, right. what do you do? <clears throat> well, let me ask you then. I mean, <laughs> let, let, let's just say it was you, Tony, right? Yeah. And you experienced that and, and your boss gets up and says, I've got this. What are you going to do the next time you're at a team meeting and you get a good idea? Yeah, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> exactly. So in other words, what he's done is not only has he stolen your idea, mm-hmm. he has denied the company of your ideas in the future. All of the company's future yeah. success is put into risk yeah. because he wasn't big enough to say, hey, let's, you know, if there was let's one good idea, there, there's probably a lot of other good ideas, yeah. right? Well, like the pie. The more right. you take in, there's more to give out. Right. So. And so you don't admit what the truth is or mm-hmm. that it, or the truth exists in another form. You deny that. You refuse that. And you get back to the whole idea of stealing, taking something mm-hmm. is the opposite of giving something. If I'm taking something that doesn't belong to me, then that's not right. But if no. I'm refusing to give, that's just as much stealing too. Yeah. If I'm refusing to allow someone to do something, that's yeah, stealing their, their right. Yeah. If someone is not allowed to participate, you're stealing their right or their opportunity to to participate, to have their voice. Right? And that's a very important thing. Very much. How we live, people pushing over each other. Mm. It's just it's such a horrible thing. Yeah, and I think it gets kind of to the core of some of the things that we talk about. The difference between how the world we live in views things and how yeah. the kingdom of God views things. Yeah. So in a scenario, we almost expect someone to steal. Yeah, well, that trust isn't built. You already expect it, which is sad because you shouldn't already expect something like that to happen. Right. You should expect the opposite. You and I come together. We're going to build each other up. We're going to make something grow, and we'll be able to share each other's ideas and praise each other for it. But unfortunately, many times when you're in a context in an everyday situation, in the scenario that we just used, how will that boss position himself? He will position himself as a strong leader, as a strong man. When in reality, He's not. Yeah, In reality, he's, he's the feather. Exactly. We create these images that this is a great leader. Mm-hmm. When in reality, this leader is denying us the growth that we need to be successful. Yeah, well, you see that foundation is just not there. What would you feel like had been taken from you that belonged to you? My identity. Yeah, your your opportunity to be promoted. So in other words, he's stealing money out of your pocket. That's stealing out of the mouths of your children. Because if you allow that to continue to go on and you keep feeding ideas and he keeps you where you are, right? Yeah, he owns you. Then you you always stay at the same wage. And he grows in his pocket. And he continues to get rich and you continue to get poor, right? Whereas if you're in with a leader that is humble, Mm-hmm. A leader that gives himself, as Jesus teaches us to do, yeah. make sure that everyone's voice is heard, then everyone grows, becomes more valuable. Now, the leader won't be as valuable as he was if steals everybody else's value. No, right? well, eventually but, he won't be a but leader. everyone else's values also push his values up. Mm-hmm. So in the end, he is as rich mm-hmm. as everyone else, but everyone else is rich with him. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the world doesn't look at it that way. The, the yeah. world looks at it like, oh, that's a strong leader. He's doing a great job. He's leading us. And so we all need to be poor for him. That's the whole idea that we die for the king, right? Where God said, no, the king will die for you. That's the difference. Well, it becomes a servant. Exactly. You have that's a the difference. Attitude. Right. Today, when we go to war, who do we send? We send the young men. We let them die for the leaders. Yeah, but in, where God said, at, "No, yeah. the leader will die for you," and that's how the world changes truth 
mm-hmm. and turns truth into it wants and not what God wants. All right. So that God wants us to, he wants us to be givers and not takers. He wants us to not deny people. If you stay with the same scenario a moment, right? So you're at a team meeting. Everybody knows what this boss has done, right? Mm -hmm. So not only has he stolen your idea, he's also denying the company your idea, but he's denying the company everybody else's idea too. Because, you know, Susie that's sitting beside you is thinking, well, he's not going to get my ideas either. Everybody just locks down, right? And, And everyone will just do what they have to do. Yeah, just right? to survive because, for the day. Because they're not going to allow that to happen, right? Yeah. So then what happens? Well, it may be that Susie's the genius that's got the idea that's going to make us all rich. Well, what does Susie do? She Shuts goes to another from, job, yeah. right? It makes them uh, the and money. And so not now, not only has he stolen from you, yeah. he has stolen from you in the future because now Susie works for another company, yeah. and that company's having success, yeah. and you're stuck at the old company not getting anywhere, Fortunately, right? Yeah. And that is how sin works mm-hmm. to the detriment of us all. And that's why it's important to look at these things and say, what is God trying to say to us, mm-hmm. right? What are we? So, so that's one part of, of stealing, right? It's mm-hmm. denying someone of something they have the right to. It's not admitting the truth, right? Or where that comes from, that existence, yeah. right? And stealing can also be deception, that you're deceiving someone, that you are Talk deliberately someone causing someone to believe something that's not true. Oh, I've been there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, deceiving you into thinking that that wasn't your idea. Oh, that is so sad. Yeah, but it happens all the time. And I mean, we get it so much from the media and and information that we get today that we're deceived into thinking that this is how things really are. Yeah. Where things, when when you look around, you think, wait a minute. Yeah. When you really dig for the truth. What do I actually have in my hands? Yeah. I mean, we see it in so many areas of life that we're promised so many things, and then we're left with saying, no, wait a minute. I don't have these things in my hands. Mm-mm. I don't. I'm not. I'm not in possession of them, right? Because someone has deceived them. So if if someone is deliberately trying to make you believe something that is not true, that's stealing. Because why? What does the truth do? Jesus says the sets truth free. sets us free. Yeah. Right. So you're and, captain, and what do we all want to be? We all want to be free. Yeah. Right. We so all it hinders to, us and it causes us to to be bound by the lies. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah. because if you're not free, then what are you? You're bound. You're bound. Yeah. You're a captive, mm-hmm. right? And if you're a captive, you can't move. Mm-mm. You're you're hindered. You're locked up. You're right. you're a slave, yeah. right? You're stuck and when you're where a slave, you are. what are you doing? You're you're doing what other people want you to do. Yeah. Right. Freedom is the ability to decide for yourself. Right. And so the truth will set you free. The truth yeah. will yeah. allow your yeah. spirit and your soul and your intellect to grow into exorbitant measure. It really is such a shame, you know, people holding back the truth just to keep you where you want them, keep them where you want them to stay, you know, to not allow them to grow, not to allow them to see the full potential in their life in every aspect of Well, of yeah, and we see, we see it a lot in everything we do. We see it mm-hmm. in our families. Yeah. We see it in our workplaces. We see it in our churches. We yeah. see it in our politicians. Yeah. We see it in everything. We see a denial of what the truth really is. Yeah. Right? And then people come out with every kind of excuse to hold on to say, well, that is true what they're saying. This is who I am Mm. in a nutshell. This is what I'm dealing with every day. I was watching a show about that with a young lady who was being abused by her father. Mm -hmm. And she had it in her mind 
that it was her fault right. getting in front uh, in in her dad's way because he's stressed with this and that and right. he's got a demand and probably because that's what she's heard yeah right. But so but stealing, that's yeah. that's stealing her future. That's denying her the security, mm-hmm. denying her the comfort, or your son, whoever. Yeah, you're denying them that that feeling of safety, of security, yeah. of of comfortableness that we need to develop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so what what are you doing? Well, you're stealing their future. Yeah. Because now that person is going to for the rest of their life deal with these things. Yeah. That is going to hinder them maybe in you know, getting a great position or yeah. achieving something, getting a great education because they don't believe they can. When they go out and try and find a mate, they end up finding the same kind of person. Right. Rather than someone who will yeah, give because them security. It feel, yeah, it feeds into that insecurity. It feeds yeah. into that denial of what truth really was instead mm-hmm. of coming out and talking about what it is that's stressful, what it is that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. or why are you dealing with something in your life the way that you're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And sharing that with your family, letting them know what you're going through so that they can sympathize and empathize, so mm-hmm. that they can understand what you're going through, that they can also put themselves in that situation. And you can do that. It doesn't matter how old your child is. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about how, you know, well, because you, you, the next thing you, you hear is that, well, they can't handle that. Well, no, nobody says that you have to go out and tell them all the details, mm-hmm. but they need to know that, hey, I'm stressed out because mm-hmm. of this and this and this and this, right? While at the same time, you're checking your behavior. You're not going to deny them a future by hitting them, right? Because that just opens up for curses that follows generations after right. generations after generations, right? right? Because violent parents to children create violent children to parents, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the circle just continues to go. Right. Because you, you repeat the process. Right. Well, well, what are you doing? You're teaching your kid when you're stressful, you beat on a kid. Yeah. Right? So the kid grows up. Gets stressed out. Gets stressed out. What does he do? Out of the other he kids. beats his kids because yeah. that's, why, that's, that's how we've learned. learned, right? Well, you've deceived him. You've not told him the truth. You've not shared your heart with him. You've not mm-hmm. shared who you really are with him. You've denied him the knowledge of what the truth is, mm-hmm. and that's stealing his future. Like with the scripture that says, to spare the rod, spoil the child, where people take that out of what context. Do you think that, yeah, what do you think that means? Personally... I always thought exactly what it meant. If you uh, spare the discipline, you know, right. as far as like spanking, for <laughs> right. example, we're talking about that. You beat the devil out of them. You right? beat the devil out of them, <laughs> you know, and that child will turn out straight. Right. Whereas I've learned later, it meant that the the rod, which, for example, a shepherd had, right. was the extension of his arm. Right. If you spare that rod from them, then you basically... That, 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 that child is an extension yeah. of what? The whole... The father... Mm-hmm. He's the extension of the love of God. He is mm-hmm. the extension of the image of God. And there go we steal right, right. from them. Exactly, because we're stealing their identity. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you spare him mm-hmm. that rod, if you spare him the knowledge of who he is, mm-hmm. that he is an extension of God's arm on this earth, if you deny him that... Yeah, you steal his identity. Then you steal his identity, stolen yeah. his identity. You have stolen his future. Mm-hmm. You've stolen everything from him. And, and that's why God says, these things I will judge. Mm-hmm. And if we read carefully in, in the Old Testament, God, he comes back. The other time that, that God speaks and says to Moses, say to all of Israel. Mm-hmm. In other words, bring them all together. He, he does yeah. it at Sinai, and then he does it in Leviticus, the 19th chapter. Mm-hmm. He's talking about these same fundamental things, and mm-hmm. he's telling us, 
that these are the things we're going to be judged by. They're, you're going to be judged as a father, not on how much money you make, but you're going to be judged as a father. Did you teach your children that they were the rods and the staffs mm -hmm. of God on this earth, that they are the ones that are the extension of God's power, mm -hmm. the extension of God's will, the extension of God's blessing, mm -hmm. that they are the support of God, that they are the, the strength of God in this work. Did you teach them that? Mm -hmm. Or did you beat them? And then you will be judged accordingly. Because God and says, that is a very do, not scary thing to think about. do not steal their future. Do not steal their opportunities. Yeah. Do not deceive them into thinking something else. Teach them who they are. Do you suppose it's why Jesus says, do not hinder them? Right. Is that what do you think Jesus was kind of mentioning well, I think that you in can, a way? Yeah, I think you can absolutely interpret that in many different ways. Right. But part of it is that we have as adults, mm -hmm. we have a responsibility mm -hmm. to not steal the future of our children. Right. And I think personally, I think that's something that God looks at very seriously. Yeah. And God will judge us yeah. on whether or not we stole or didn't steal. Yeah. And he's not talking about a pack of chewing gum from the kiosk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's he's talking about these things. Did you deny, deceive, hinder Mm -hmm. Your wife in becoming everything she could become yeah. or finding the love that she needed. Did you steal from her? Your co-workers, did you steal from them? Yeah. Did you deny them? Did you deceive them? Mm -hmm. Why? Because if you hold them down, you hold yourself you're down. stealing. Yeah. And God's going to be very yeah. displeased. And you, and you hinder Him. Right. You hinder so that, his so that if you have children that understand who they are in Christ, yeah. if you have marriages that function, that you have workplaces that ideas are exchanged and valued mm -hmm. and that everyone's working together for everyone else's benefit, then everybody is going to become more than anybody would become. But unfortunately, the way we live today, one person becomes really extremely rich mm -hmm. while everybody mm -hmm. else is really poor. And that pattern you see again and again all over the world. Going back with relationships, for example, mm -hmm. say you're a single guy and you're after looking for that mate or a single woman. Do you suppose, for example, um, being insecure in yeah. who you are? You see that, uh, for example, your parents didn't have a great marriage. Right. But then you look at it and every relationship you hold, you think, I'm afraid of holding a marriage because of that. Well, yeah, because, I mean, look at it like this. Do you right? think that's like stealing as well? Okay, let's, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Because let's, let's look at it like this, right? Let's say you're insecure, mm -hmm. right? And so you stand before God mm -hmm. on the day of judgment. Right. And he judges us, right? And he judges us and he looks at you and he says, you're insecure. What do you think mm -hmm. he will say? <laughs> Why were you so insecure? Exactly. Yeah. Right? And so what does that do? Well, that goes back to the next generation, mm -hmm. right? And then that goes back to the generation before that. Right. goes back to the generation before So what God's doing is he's bringing it all back to Adam. Mm -hmm. because that was where sin happened. Right. Right? So what you're standing in today, mm -hmm. in 2020, right, mm -hmm. is a result of what happened in there. And that's why mm -hmm. it says in the, in the New Testament uh, that death come through one man, Adam, mm -hmm. right? But then life will also come through one man. Right. Right? And the that's why Adam. we repent, right? And we turn from our wicked ways and we mm -hmm. give our life to Jesus Christ right. so that we go away from that death through mm -hmm. repentance through the resurrection right. with Christ into a new life mm -hmm. so that we don't have to fight 
mm-hmm. with those insecurities in the same way. We can do something about them. Yeah. Right? So then what happens? Well, mm-hmm. then the principle of honoring your father and your mother come into play, right? Because right. God's going to say, okay, mm-hmm. I accept you as right. atoned before me by the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you do with it? I move forward. Right. I built off of that. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's going to be his question. Yeah. Right? You, you received it. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you do with it? And yeah. that's what we talked about with honoring your father and the mother, right? Mm-hmm. They give you life. Mm-hmm. That's not the question. Mm-hmm. The question is, what did you do with it afterwards? Right. right? And that's going to be God's question yeah. to us, right? So he's mm-hmm. going to say, look, I understand you're insecure. Mm-hmm. And I know where insecurity came from because I trace it all the way back to Adam. Right. Right. I don't give you responsibility. Mm-hmm. I trace it all the way back to the fall of man. Mm-hmm. That's why I gave the opportunity so that one man could also be resurrected from the dead right. to give you a new life. Amen. You've received that new life, and then yeah. he's going to ask you, what, what did, did you, you do, do with, with it? it? And that's where we need to say, I was a giver, not a taker. Yeah. I didn't steal, no. but I gave. Yeah. Right? I did my best not to deny everything. When I was around anybody else with good ideas. Mm-hmm. And this these are also very practical ideas because you learn, for example, mm-hmm. in, in management, in business management, mm-hmm. you learn that the great leaders surround themselves with okay. great leaders. And the first rule of being a really successful person mm-hmm. is to re- surround yourself with people that are better than you are. Mm. That's a really difficult concept to get your head around, right? Yeah. Because if you want to be insecure, yeah. then you sit in a room of people that you're the stupidest person there, right? <laughs> Don't miss the one in the room. Right? Yeah. Well, that's what God wants you to do. Yeah. Because what happens? Then everything is raised. Yeah. Right? So not only does one become more, yeah. everyone becomes yeah. more, and the whole system becomes well, it's more. It's like you said with Jesus and the best financial advice he could ever give a young man was give to the poor. They know that area where they failed or they didn't get the chance. And when their voice is heard, everybody grows together. Right. And that's God's plan. Mm-hmm. Right. God's plan is through the one mm-hmm. we all. Mm-hmm. Right? We all succeed. Right. So that, yeah. so you're back to the parable that Jesus teaches us about the the vineyard owner, right, that goes out mm-hmm. and hires the workers at, at right. the early morning, and then he hires them at midday, mm-hmm. and then he hires some at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? And then he pays them all the same, mm-hmm. right? And the first ones that got hired at 6 o'clock in the morning, they're really ticked, <laughs> yeah. right? They we are really displeased. Money. Wait a minute, <laughs> right? And Jesus says, you're missing the point. Yeah, It's not a question of how many hours. It's a question that everybody gets it. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter when you come into it. Yeah. What matters is that you're part of this because yeah. when we're all a part of this, yeah. right, it raises everything. Yeah. What do you think you have then a responsibility if you're in a scenario where you feel like someone is denying you something, someone is is stealing something from you? Do you have responsibility? Yes. What would that responsibility be? Open your mouth and say something. What would be the consequences if you don't do that? Well, you lose everything. And what would that be? Your yourself. Well, it'd be another side of stealing. Yeah. Because another side of stealing is secret, is being silent, mm-hmm. is being secretive, mm-hmm. right? If you buy into that, mm-hmm. right, and you begin to hold things, uh, keeping things from other people, mm-hmm. right, keeping it inside of yourself, right. right, well, that's stealing too. Because the fact of the matter is, it may be that he stole your idea. Right. But the fact of the matter is, we need your ideas. Mm-hmm. And so if you just say, all right, yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to keep my ideas to myself. Well, that's stealing too. Yeah. Well, it's so, stealing from God because 
God is the creator. Right. He gives you the ideas. Right. And if you hold back on those ideas, nothing And so what, what, what happens in those situations, right, is, well, you got two choices. You can do mm-hmm. what Susie does, mm-hmm. right? Just go find another job. And, and a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's a certain amount of brokenness in that too, yeah. right? But what could you imagine that if that team decided, no, we're going to continue to come with all of our ideas. Mm-hmm. Even though we know he's going to steal them, we're just going to continue. If we all do that, what happens is some people start asking, mm-hmm. where's he getting all those ideas? Because nobody's that good. Where's he getting yeah, all these the ideas play, yeah. from? And then they start looking around. They say, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. He's got this team behind him. Right. And then they start looking at it, and they start saying, wait, wait a minute. We can do without the you. The team, right. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. In the end, yeah. right, the first situation is worse than the last. Yeah. Because in the end, they come after him. Yeah. Right? He gets the ax and, and so not these, the crew. All of these things yeah. have to go into our our perception and our experience of where we're at, mm-hmm. right? That our fundamental idea is that we will not be ones who steal. Mm-mm. We will not steal. We will not deny anyone anything. We will yeah. not hinder anyone. We will not deceive yeah. anyone. We will not act in secret. Right. We will live our life transparent. Yeah. We will live our life openly. We will show that ev- we will show everyone that they are the extension of God's arm. Exactly. And we yeah. will teach them that they are valuable mm-hmm. with whatever they have mm-hmm. in whatever situation they have. Yeah. Everyone is valuable. Yeah. Everyone has a part to play. Yeah, because you don't know exactly what idea they have that can easily fix the situation. It will come out from one of them. Unfortunately, in the world that we live in, we pay our political and economic leaders mm-hmm. the big money, and we pay our street keepers nothing. Yeah. And our street keepers and our street sweepers, mm-hmm. they probably should be the most high paid. Yeah. We should turn it on its own, yeah. on its head, right? And mm-hmm. we should value the lowest mm-hmm. because anyone is only as strong as their weakest link, mm-hmm. right? And, well, so, like you and that's said, what God wants us to do. I remember you saying uh, something about like Disney, for example. The ones that get the most questions asked are the ones that are the, usually are the, the ones that are yeah. sweeping the floor. Exactly. They're the custodians. They're the ones yeah. walking around with those little... Yeah, you know, uh, they're the ones who know the park the better little, than anyone the else. Brooms yeah. and those little things, right? <laughs> but why? And why is that? Because yeah. people don't feel threatened by them. Yeah. Right. So they feel like, well, I, can I can't you. ask them a dumb question. Yeah. Right. And so that that allowed them to, well, that made them realize that hey, they're the most important people in the play. Mm-hmm. If you really looked at it, we would be paying political leaders the least, mm-hmm. and we would be paying those that work. Then everybody would want to be a janitor. Exactly. <laughs> That's really cool. And, because then you start Speaking building. Speaking from a person who was a janitor. <laughs> well, then you start, yeah, but the, then the whole begins to grow, mm-hmm. right? Whereas the world we live in only wants the one to grow. Yeah. Right? Where God wants us all to grow. Yeah. He wants us all to be well-nourished and well-fitted and healed yeah. and all of these different things. And the, the funny but sad True sad thing is that people look at Christianity as you have to be poor. You know, you have to be always the one to to give up everything. Mm. Whereas, like we've talked about, it's the opposite. As we give, more comes in and everybody grows. Well, that's God's plan. I mean, God's plan is not for anyone to be without. He is more concerned with the poor Mm -hmm. than he is with the rich. Yeah. Because not that he doesn't love the rich, but yeah. he wants to see everyone grow. Yeah. There's and, always going to be rich people. There's always going well, to be middle class. Says. There's always going to be everything there. Right. But, that but the question, we're not talking about the, the cash The question part. is yeah. how much? 
Yeah. And the question is, what is the difference? Mm-hmm. Right? If everyone's rich, then the, the one that is the rich one maybe only has 10% more than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the way it is today, you know, 1% has more than 99%. Right. And that's where it gets out of balance. Right. And that's not God's plan for, for, for mankind. Mm-hmm. God's plan for mankind was that we were equal before His sight mm-hmm. and that we all had the blessings that He would. But we right. can't receive those blessings we're if we're all it. stealing from each right. other, right? Mm-hmm. If we're all stealing each other's opportunities and we're stealing mm-hmm. each other's identities and we're stealing each other's mm-hmm. value, then we all become poorer. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's against the, the will of yeah. God. That's not what God wants us to do. He wants us. So that's why God says... Yeah. Do not steal. Don't do it. Take the time to set yourself in a position that you can be a giver mm-hmm. and not a taker. Yeah. And do not steal. Learn what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. to you. Learn the aspects of it mm-hmm. and how it applies to your yeah. life and how you can give yourself instead of stealing. Yeah. Well, you find out that you're the one who's most valuable. Right. And when and you, you under, yeah, and you understand that if everyone around way. me yeah, yeah, but if everyone yeah. around me is progressing, yeah. then I'm progressing. Yeah. If everyone around me is well nourished, then I'm well nourished. Yeah. If everyone around me is strong, then I'm strong. It doesn't matter if it's talking about my marriage or my family or my mm-hmm. workplace. If we are all together, then we're all good. I think it um, it reminds me of a a little object lesson. The teacher, he was pointing out a piece of paper, and he said, you know, the, the devil comes, and he tries to break you. He says, one person. He said, you know, this thin piece of paper, it's easy to crumble. Mm. Put it in a little cylinder way, and he crumbled it. It's just very simple. He said, but what do you think happens when I take a stack of papers, and I roll it together and try and crumble it? It's not as easy to exactly. break. And that's, that. you know, one can kill a thousand, two kill ten thousand. Kill ten thousand, yeah. I mean, when we're together, we're stronger. When mm-hmm. we're together, we can't be ripped apart. No. And, you know, the Bible tells us that that when we're standing together, mm-hmm. we are strong. Yeah. Right? And so that's one of the reasons I believe that Jesus says when two or three are together, I'm in your midst. Mm-hmm. Because that makes you strong. Yeah. Right? If you're alone, yeah. then you're vulnerable. Who do you turn to? And and that's, yeah. you know, that's stealing. First of yeah. all, you're stealing from everyone's value of your presence, mm-hmm. right? By denying them your fellowship, especially in our time, everyone thinks, well, it's not important to go to church, right? I don't, I, we don't have to go to church. We can look at it online. We can look at it. But the problem with that is you're denying others time with you in your fellowship. That was going to be my next question, actually. People who leave church mm-hmm. and go to another one because of, you know, mm-hmm. I feel that I'm hurt, or I think it's that's a I mean that's a loaded question because yeah. obviously there's situations where that needs to happen. You know, I mean obviously there's situations. However, yeah. it's a little bit like what Jesus faces with the question about marriage. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, Well, Moses gave you the right to divorce, but right. that's not how it was from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So my answer would be the same as Jesus said. Yeah. You have the right to change church, mm-hmm. but that was not how it was to be from the right. beginning. Right. Because God puts us together in a fellowship. Yeah. So we can all grow and, and develop. And if you leave that, mm-hmm. then that fellowship can never be the same right. as what God had intended. Now, God is faithful and He will continue and He will mm-hmm. grow. All of these things. I understand all that. Yeah. Fundamental truth is yeah. that if we leave, then we're denying ourselves that yeah. fellowship and we're denying others that yeah. fellowship. And we need each other. Yeah. Right? So, I mean... You know, people don't realize it, but when they're a part of a good fellowship in a church, mm-hmm. everything they need is present. And I'm not talking about spiritually. Of course, spiritually, hopefully, you've mm-hmm. got a good pastor, 
and mm-hmm. spiritually you're covered. But I mean everyday things, right? Mm-hmm. If my car breaks down, yeah. Well, we've got people in the church that work with that, right? Yeah. If 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 yeah. if I have something at home, well, we've got we've got construction people, we got yeah. we've got workers, we've got yeah. we've got lawyers, we've got yeah. dentists, we've got this, we've got that. So everything I need is right there. Is at the fellowship, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now if everybody decides to stay home, that's true. Then we're yeah. They're denying what, what are you me building from of, there? You know, and yeah. I may go out and make a really bad decision. I may go out and, and and do something that's really stupid. I may take my car to someone who really rips me off, mm-hmm. right, and costs me a lot of money. So where does the fault lie? Oh, well, the, yeah. you can't put it in those terms. I realize that. And I'm not trying to tell, say yeah. that, but I'm saying. It would have been so much better, and after God's intention, yeah. if the guy had been at church, and you could have gone to him and said, "Hey, my my car is having problem. Can you help me?" And he'd say, "Yeah, you got this and this problem. Take it to that shop. Yeah, they're experts. Yeah, right. They're not going to rip you off. They're not going to rip they're, you off, yeah. right? Even though he might not have time to work on it, he yeah. could steer you in the right direction, yeah. right? But if he's denying helps, you, and which he helps said, the other person, no, I'm not going because I'm hurt." <laughs> I'm not. They. Don't, I don't like what he said to me. Yeah. Right. He hurt my feelings. Yeah. Pride. Okay. Right. Only <laughs> pride. your pride. Only your pride. Your can insecurity get hurt. and pride. Only your pride can get hurt. Right. So he's he's denying you his fellowship, which mm-hmm. is costing you money. And God just says, you know what? There's a better way. Yeah. There's Let's a better way of doing these things. Other There's a way <laughs> of giving and don't steal. Yeah. Right. So let's not steal from each other. <laughs> Let's work together. Build the kingdom up, build each other up, which builds the kingdom up. We live a better life. We all benefit. Have a great day, everyone. We love you out there. Always remember, Jesus loves you. Take care.